0: Something emerges from one of those cocoons as you are looking at it. And as you are looking at it, everyone else can now see it. Almost like a kind of backlash of your natural temporal power.
1: Okay, so currently our uncovered keys are a diner crowd murmuring wanting to be beautiful, Hank Collins, one of the suitcase guys, and the cocoons. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like tempo kind of relates- uh the 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 chrysalis thing to the others at probably as these officers are are speaking, but then says, "And yet, I do not know where sh- we should head yet. Where next shall we go?" And they look to the others like genuinely interested in in getting their feedback, not in like a teacher's pet knows what to do and wants to know if you know the answer. Like it's a genuine question.
2: We've got the name. Does the name like do they have an apartment or a house somewhere? Maybe that's a good place to start. Um, even if they're not there, and then the thing isn't there, maybe they've got some books
3: or papers. Or do they like work for somebody? Are they a yeah? If like a courier service would be like the really helpful answer. But mm-hmm. like, is there an e or is there an organization above this that is uh? Um, Hey, they're doing this on someone's orders kind of thing. Mm
0: -hmm. So I I will let you grasp keys to ask any of the two detectives to tell you. But before that happens, I want to return to that scene. You all kind of notice as Tempo relays this to you, you can now see one of those cocoons. All of you can see it. Still vaguely, but still very softly. One of you sees in it. A thing that absolutely troubles you. What is it that you see?
4: Is there a specific person who is troubled? Or are we all picking something that troubles us?
0: I want it to be a particular person. But I want to hear who wants that. Before I start compelling people.
4: I can
2: see something disturbing. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Good. Uh, So what is it that you see?
2: I see... I see a face of... Someone who shouldn't have a face anymore because I have burned it away. It is a face of one of the people who I have
0: accidentally
2: killed with my powers.
0: Does this person have a name?
2: Let's call them Andrew.
0: I have so many questions about Andrew, but none of them matter. You see the moment that it happened. The moment that you scarred Andrew for life. But it feels different to you in this scene. First of all, you're seeing yourself in third person, which is not how that's supposed to happen. But in that scene as well, you see it as if it were a purposeful act. Not only a thing that you did deliberately, but a thing that you did without trying to do harm. You see, that you get this impression from your movement, from the look on your face, from the framing of, something about the framing of the scene, tells you, you did this to Andrew because you thought it was for Andrew's own good. And as the flame takes their face... In this, like, large inferno, wrapping around their head. Another thing that didn't happen the time that it happened, because that would be a lot. You get the impression, whenever the flames kind of flicker widely enough for you to see uh, what remains of Andrew's face, that he seems remarkably pleased by this and then as you start focusing on the scene and trying to make out more about it it fades from view you can only see the diner and the f- the frozen bodies of the people inside it no one else can see what you see hmm. they saw the cocoon very briefly and then they also just see the diner take two darkness tokens
2: okay that'll put me up to four darkness tokens
0: four okay cool
2: Yeah, i'm so- almost there
1: so then, mm-hmm. do you want to be the person that does the grasp keys with the police? Go ahead. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do it. I'll, I'll do that.
1: Also, okay. the only genuinely human, even if human, asterisk <laughs> member of the group. Yeah,
2: I. You know, I look human. Uh, you know, it. I mean, I, my appearance will give them lots of questions.
4: Well, uh, the. Technically speaking, my body is
0: superhuman. I'm human with spirit. Indeed, human with (laughs) a lot of faith.
3: I have skin. What more do they want?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just skin. No, like all of the distinctions. All of the distinctions are uh, are not really helpful. Are you mortal? I mean, you don't need to be human to be mortal. Technically, Tempo is mortal. You are still technically human, but then what does that even mean Mm. or qualify? So yes.
2: Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, but also, like, I think I want to get away from what I just saw sure. as quickly as possible. So it is seize the thing, heel turn on a dime and just starts walking towards the police. Mm-hmm.
4: I observe to my friends who remained that Ciara seems to be in a dark pickle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's grasp peace then.
2: Yeah. I'm going to spend a Three darkness
0: tokens Okay. And it
2: continues with the perfect hit.
0: Nice, cool. Ha, ha. So you walk up to the detective and they're like frantically typing on their Dash computer. Like a Dash computer is only supposed to operate one way. You search someone's license plate, you search someone's name, it gives you details. Homie is typing <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. But you glance over his shoulder while he's like not paying attention to you. That while a bunch of details on what seems to be a uh, reasonably long, but not very like officious document, it doesn't seem like Collins has been, uh, ever, uh, it doesn't seem like he has a record, but it seems like there are a lot of very easily available details about him on the police record. But the thing that immediately Mm. emerges is that someone has already responded to the APB, to his license plate, and tracked it to a place that is roughly about three miles from here. And you see that as soon as the cop sees that, as he lifts his head back out of the car... Whistles to the other cops. Says, we got him, boys! And he gets in his uh, police cruiser, closes the door, and speeds off. The other police officers get in their uh, cruisers and uh, are prepared to follow immediately. So, like, that's the reason why you didn't get a chance to, like, look at an entire document. Everybody just kind of takes off. So it's just y'all, everyone in the diner, and your limo driver is still... Above the culvert, going, what on earth did I just watch happen for a half an hour?
4: Our limo driver got face erased. The- Do did, did we realize this? Did any of us notice, besides John, that our limo driver is not the same person as a month ago?
0: <laughs> oh no, Yeah, you all notice. So it's still very obviously in the car, does not look like the guy who drove you here. But is... you—he still ha- he, this person still has the very, like, peculiarly judgmental demeanor that you sensed and you got into the, well, the first time.
3: This is really good, because the last communication I had with any of you about this was like, Nope, nothing to see here, no, nothing happened. Like, bald-ass lied to all of your faces about it. And now the faces have uh, hoisted by my own face joke. As the limo driver stands there.
1: And Brandon, what is the key that we should write down?
0: All right. Uh, the key is that Collins is staying at a hotel um, six, feet, uh, six mi- three miles from here. Yes.
1: Okay. Collins staying at a hotel three miles from the diner. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I, will, I will definitely let's name this hotel.
3: Aubrey, what's the hotel? Uh... Neutral Milk.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the Trenton Arms. That's not as funny. Yeah, it's not funny.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I, I will immediately, like, seeing all of this happening and having this information, immediately turn around and start running back towards my friends. Friends, in quotes,
0: but, you know. So yeah, I you get back in the limo. It's kind of busted up, but it still works.
1: I fear there may be a loss of lives if the police are allowed to intervene first.
0: Yes, let us follow them.
2: Yeah, I don't don't want to uh, have to deal with that on a
3: report. Jane muttering to themselves, Not much better guarantee if we go.
0: I mean, did you see an address or do we need to follow the cruisers? This is the limo driver speaking. Uh, The
2: the, the hotel um, three miles
0: away, Trenton Arms? Trenton Arms, he thinks himself very briefly. Oh yeah, I could do that. I guess since we're since I'm driving with a panic button, we might as well do the thing. Are you are you getting in? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. you file into the limo.
2: Aren't we, we short one door on the limo? Chair? Yeah, we're oh, down yeah. a door.
0: So. Oh no, yeah, the limo the limo is in a state. But um, <laughs> quickly runs to know. the diner to get the
4: door. Oh my god, <laughs> there isn't time.
0: That's not going to help me. What are you going to do? Staple it back? Just get in. I get in and I hold the
4: door shut on my side.
0: Oh my god. And like visibly frustrated by the fact that this door is not going to seal. It can seal with (laughs) enough strength, yes.
3: Wrenching it so hard under the frame that now we can't open it again.
0: Yes we can if I open it. (laughs) He starts the ignition. You hear the axle scrape on the concrete of this parking lot. Uh, you see him very slowly turn back onto the highway. And then you all move at sup- supersonic speed again, and you are at this hotel. This, this hotel, the Trenton Arms, looks like it was a big deal ages ago. It looks a great deal like it looks like one of those like 70s 80s hotels well no 60s 70s hotels that was renovated to keep some of its old school flair specifically to just court more of a um to uh, LA tourist audience but judging from what has been renovated, rather than what is like obviously a new attachment to try to amp up the '60s energy of this space. That this seemed like the, this seemed like a very popular hotel back when it was in its prime. It gives a kind of LA Confidential feel. You get out the limo, go to the doorman out front. He's like, "Y'all don't look." Like you're from around here. silently making small talk as he opens the door. But he looks at you all like he's like genuinely confused by your presence.
3: This is something that I can fix. Because I can look like whoever I need to. So if we don't... If other people like jump ahead in line, but if, if we need to, I will... I have so many faces back here to borrow from like I'll find one. <laughs> not, this one yeah. not this
2: one, not this one, not this one. This trauma
4: <laughs> can fit so many faces in it.
3: Cause that would be
1: in John's like dossier for division, right? I think that, so. That yeah. Kind of mimicry ability. And so tempo kind of whispers or it's like stage whisper to, to John. What if you were my manager and you all are my entourage we are here for Hollywood business.
2: Oh, yes, Hollywood business. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Okay, I want you. What do I want you to do? If what that's do a if that's here? a
1: fun angle for us to play out of character.
0: Yes.
2: We all want- we are all wearing suits. Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: carrying so, a limo door with me. So this sounds like Man of a Thousand Faces.
3: Well, so I I was going to ask, do we need to... Because Man of a Thousand Faces, I can't put a specific face on. I can put vibes on, like one of which is intimidating so we can go that route, happy to roll for if you want to, or we can just play it straight and you can pretend that your manager is a six-foot-two hoodie emo with extra (laughs) (laughs) glove hands, right? Like, either one of those works for me.
0: Either one of those is fine by me. Which is, the, the very strong thing about this is, in another by the apocalypse game there is still a thing that you should roll for this but because apocalypse keys doesn't have stats only your moves and you don't have a move for just perform an action
3: i'll put a face on we can we can so i'll interpret um you look like one who causes fear and easily intimidates others to be like that record producer i am famous do not mess with me because i'm a huge deal kind of persona if that makes sense
0: yeah, all that works for me, but uh, let me see your roll, man.
3: I'm not going to spend two because I'm paranoid now that if I do, it'll go over. So I'm going to spend <laughs> one and then hope.
0: Natural. Oh, Natural. no.
3: <laughs> That's a five. Well, uh, if, you,
1: if you spent two, we'd be at six and then you'd need to spend two more bonds to get to eight. So it probably was just not in the cards. Yeah, no. I think we
2: can only spend one bond at a time. Mm-hmm.
4: We can only spend one.
1: Uh, no, I think you can spend as many bonds as you want. Because oh. I see oh. it. I saw an example in the book of, I think, a 13 that got spent down to a 10. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, well, on oh is a it mi-
4: one bond per person, then?
1: No, like, um, so Jane could spend, all right, I'm going to spend two bonds with Sierra and one bond with what the darkness demands, and then we figure out what all that means.
4: Oh,
3: okay, okay. On a miss for this power... A thought or memory bears the mark of a harbinger, causing you to lose control of your form entirely. The Keeper will tell you what happens next.
4: Why is this happening?
0: Okay.
3: It's
1: hard to be a monster.
0: I I know. Oh, this is hilarious. It's so
1: many sad feelings.
0: This is hilarious. Because of the nature of this mystery, you technically still succeed, is that I'm going to tell you, it just happens. You try to put on a face. You try to create a vibe, and in that moment, you're trying to like search the the rolodex of your mind for a face to just put on, for a kind of energy to just kind of put out into the world. And you you your mind kind of snaps back to that scene in the diner, just like taking in everybody's strong feelings of. This longing for beauty and your, all of everything that you're, all of the things that you're trying to place now are replaced by all of the things that these people find beautiful in this sense. This doorman sees Ciara enter, sees Hamaliel enter, sees Tempo enter and goes, hey, you're Tempo. They are a big deal in these parts, you know. We've heard lots of cool things about you. You here for some L.A. business, if you know what I mean, nudges you with the shoulder.
1: Correct. You have guessed what my business is.
0: Before he can, like, really and hone in on you finishing that statement, he turns to John. John, you are multiple vibes at once. This doorman is looking at you, and from beat to beat, he's like, you're Britney, you're a lady, you're, just, like, just suddenly just awash with overwhelming intense. You're somebody special, and you he can't settle on what? You're just, like, overflowing with powerful celebrity vibes in this moment. And then he goes catatonic.
3: And the other three see... The, the pause right it's not like i'm the last oh, one yeah. in line and then they, okay
0: yeah like he he is mid the introduction for you struggles to find the name of wh- who you are and then freezes tempo at this moment you are the closest person to him to the doorman you hear like nothing about him is moving to the point where even his heart has... Even his heartbeat has slowed. And you hear what sounds like. The sound of this man constantly exhaling.
1: That's not great. I would like to try to rewind his body to when it worked.
0: Okay. Um. What would you like to do for that? That sounds like... That sounds like a playbook move? Or is that...
1: Well, so... Temporal manipulation is one of my powers of darkness. Time distortion. Mm-hmm. So I would guess that we might be doing Unleash the Dark here?
0: Yeah, that sounds like, unle- that sounds like Unleash the Dark to me.
1: Okay. So... we
0: have looking- no more darkness tokens, if I'm not mistaken.
1: No, I'm looking at my prompts to see if perhaps one of them happened right before I need to roll. Lonely or rejected, react with doubt or confusion...
0: Yeah, I don't think any of these count, unfortunately.
1: All right. So I'm going to spend zero and roll. So that's a seven, but seven is very close to an eight. And so I'm Mm going to go down to my bonds and I'm going to spend the bond that I have with Jane slash John to make this an eight because I can quite immediately relate this to what I knew about, or what I already know about how John's powers operate. And we've already been talking about the idea of using temporal distortion to basically pull someone back out of a destructive kind of status quo that they've fallen into. And so that part means that this type of action is more familiar and comes more readily to Tempo. And that will get me to an 8. Uh,
0: okay. So choose 2.
1: All right. So I'm going to say get what you want from them, right? I want their, their body to go mm-hmm. back to working and avoid reprisals, harm, or
0: cost. Okay, cool. So you rewind them. The, you rewind the doorman from that beat. Like, everyone can literally see the doorman, like, literally, like reverse in a moment to the beat when he was speaking to tempo he's like you're tempo you're a big deal in these parts you you save a lot of people why are you in la you're here to do some la business if you know what i mean
1: yes i am here for la business how did you come to la
0: like most other people i had a dream woke up And it didn't come true. So I'm here making ends meet. I'm not as special as some other people, I guess. But are you here to stay? Or are you looking for someone? Because, you know, some folks have their appointments and whatnot here at the Trenton, if you know what I mean.
1: You are correct. We have an appointment. I hope that you still have dreams that you can be pursuing. Because even if life does not come out the way we wish it, Wishing for life to be as we want is still its own power, and in doing this, like, tempo has been holding this guy's attention so that John can per- like can go by and not reprompt the problem that we've just had.
4: I definitely scooch back and like walk in front of John with the limo door angled so that his face is not showing to anybody. Beautiful. I'm being a friend. <laughs> this is uh, true accessibility.
0: There is, like, there is a beat, as you all are already inside, where the uh, doorman turns back ahead to, like, continue his watch and then glances back inside and is like, Did that one fella have a car door in their hat? None of my business. do things happen here all the time. Goes back to work. Um... You get to the concierge desk, and uh, the pers- the attendant at the desk is thoroughly enwrapped to that Tempo is here. It's like, oh my gosh, your Tempo! And, friends, Tempo, you, I, I take it you're here to see somebody, to, to talk to somebody, you know, to get some of that, to get some work done? Yes, we are here to meet? I'll just send you up. I'm sure you're in a hurry.
1: We are here on business. Unless you
0: have an appointment, type, 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 type taka-taka at the computer.
1: And at, um, at this, Tempo looks over to their, their companions, hoping that someone will pick up on the social thread.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Jane is self-selecting out of this. Okay. We, we just tried that, and there is no way that yep, they're brave yep, enough yep. to go back when all of that is still reeling.
2: See, seeing all of this, see, Ciara steps up and just goes, hi, yes. Uh, we're here to see Hank Collins,
0: okay hank collins it's on a very big 3, large smile not Thanks. really important looking i i don't know what the show business looks like these days probably like just just uh, contracts like,
2: like
0: that's oh yeah cool 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 i i should just let you know by the way your your client, Tempo, is a I am a very big fan of them. Like, you get the impression that this person thinks mm. you're like an assistant or something like that.
2: It's the vibe I'm trying to give off. See, Keeping my very uh, burned arms below the, uh, below the, like, where the desk is so she doesn't see them.
0: Mm-hmm. She's like, so I take it, since you're working with somebody like Tempo, you'll probably probably have a lot of clout, so I just wanted to let you know slides an envelope mm. to you the envelope is open and you can see mm. like the the edge of two headshots poking out of the envelope i'm just saying if you have a need to put somebody in a show
2: well we'll certainly we'll certainly take a look at it uh you know i'm sure we will have some time to take a look at it while we're uh signing contracts
0: Thank you so very much. Well, anyway, I'm going to send you up. Just take either of those elevators. It's room room 312 is third floor to your left. Thank you. Thank you. Still, like, starry-eyed from the interaction as you all head to the elevator, go up. As you come out of the elevator on the third floor, there is, you can hear... The energy of dozens of other people in their hotel rooms to your right, like people watching TV, someone taking a shower, uh, even though it's like four in the morning at this point, or some shit. To the left, as you step out of the elevator, is dead to the point where the mortal ones of you can hear your own blood in your head. It's like still, dangerously quiet. 312 from this elevator is like four doors ahead of you on this left-hand side.
1: That was very well handled, Sierra.
0: I've been
2: around a lot of people like that before. It's just best to nod and smile, and they'll do most of the talking for you.
4: Amalil nods to themselves and then smiles while holding the car door behind them, still blocking oh. Jane.
3: <laughs> That's excellent, because that means Jane can't see the headshots and, like, just kind of reflexively try to take them.
0: <laughs>
3: you never know when you're meet their face.
0: <laughs> right. You walk up to the door, what do you do? You're gonna knock, you're gonna kick it in.
3: I think should knock.
0: Me? Okay.
4: <laughs> I I listen to my bestest best friend, who only has good ideas, and I knock.
0: Where? frantic shuffling from inside. Who's standing exactly in front of the door? Is it just Hamaliel, Or would, are you standing like in a line or in a, like...
3: I would be standing to the side of the door, yes. I want to say, like, uh, if is the one knocking, then Jane is leaning against the door, kind of next to it, like soul teenager style. <laughs> but part of that is because I would also like to use the, the latent power of you can't hide your heart from me and try to get a read on the emotion coming from the other side of the door as we are in the process of knocking. Nice.
0: Okay. Uh, I will
4: remind remind the GM2 that I have emotional amplification as an ability, so I don't know if that extends to being able to read emotions of people that I can't see, because I imagine that I have to be able to detect emotion in order to amplify it.
0: It stands to reason that comparable to telepathy you would have to you can create an emotion or sense someone else's but uh, or like extend someone else's but you can't sense an emotion that you weren't already aware of but this works so yeah uh jane spend and roll
3: um, so this is a question. There are there are two ways this power works. The one is that I'm just generally sensitive to the thoughts and strongest feelings of folks around me, and then I can get I can ask questions and such, or in my case, fail and have something terrible happen to viral. Is it possible here to use just the the latent side of it to see is it nervous on the other side, is it scared, or do you want me to, to go the next step in? Because I, I think for the deep in the sense, well maybe not. Maybe the senses are just like, in I, feel the air like and mecha- I don't have to see them. I
0: feel like mechanically You know what? I Let's read this, because you have telepathy, let's read this as Unleash the Dark instead, for which uh, I will give you the automatic answer to the emotional state of the outside, uh, beyond these questions. Okie dokie.
3: I'm going to spend two now, because that is how many I have, and then maybe I will not go too far this time.
1: Beautiful.
0: I did it! A perfect hit. If it weren't for those two darkness tokens, it would not have been a perfect hit at nine. Getting what you want will well, getting what you want or exposing a weakness both count as gaining that emotional information. So if there's something else that you would want as well, that would also be valuable.
3: Uh, I would like to gain the upper hand for now.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, ah, okay, cool. You hear frantic shuffling from the other side of the door. You sense not nervousness. Nervousness is a very base level of fear. You sense fear. And in particular, you get this like vague impression that it's fear of being followed or observed. You hear that shuffling again. And then you hear like a soft thud against the door. You hear something scrape against the door. You hear a voice go, Who the fuck are y'all? And then a beat goes, are y'all here for us? What's the tone of that voice? Still abrasive, but less abrasive than the first time.
4: Okay. We are here to solve a mystery, says Hamaliel helpfully.
0: I think we have enough mysteries in the world for tonight, friend. I don't know what are you, who are you guys? What? What's happening? We are here to solve a mystery. Please open the door.
1: I believe the phrase is don't make this go hard.
4: I can go very hard.
1: What? Himaliel, please open the door.
4: I smash the door open with the car door.
0: Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um... This kind of a the dark, I guess.
3: At door on door,
0: I, I very, very, very importantly need you. Her uh, to unleash the dark, my friend.
4: <laughs> also, when I unleash
0: that... the dark, through
4: anger and violence. I take three darkness tokens before doing so. Okay, so you okay, should spend okay, cool, some. No,
0: cool, no, cool, cool. no, 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 no. These things happen in an order. A thing has just happened. Okay, cool. So you get the three darkness tokens. That immediately triggers.
1: No, it's yes, it's when you have completed. when you have five after a move.
0: Okay. Ah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. So I guess you're spending first. Okay. Cool. A lot is happening. Is yeah, this an- <laughs> well? Oh, this is violence, not anger. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Violence. <laughs> okay. Cool. Unleash the dark, and I hope this means three. to Well, two or well. Two or more tokens, yeah?
4: Yes, uh, I mistakenly hit the gain darkness tokens. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen, you were supposed to have six
0: darkness tokens. Yeah, so
4: I keep that back down, I unleash the dark to enforce my will somebody. I am enforcing my will not only physically, but socially, and also emotionally. So, you know what? Why not? I'm going to put three darkness tokens.
1: (laughs) A disastrous success is still a success.
4: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Like we could disastrous put it back success. together. 14. I do, have, plus three plus I do 14. have three bonds, so I could bring that down to an 11, but then I would have no bonds left.
3: Oh, let, let it I, happen.
1: Yeah. Well, I think an 11 yeah. is still a disastrous it's still success. Oh, it's good okay, four. four. Eight to 10 is the, is the good band. All
4: right, right, right. I just checked. Yes, you are correct. All right. Disastrous success. I choose one, but the Keeper describes an unintended
0: consequence.
4: Can I say that I also gain the upper hand for now?
0: I mean, yeah, entering the room was the intent. That sounds like the upper hand. Oh, God.
4: It's either gain the upper hand or get past their defenses and inflict a condition. I see either of those working narratively, because both of those could be spun to mean, I got through the door.
0: The door Ooh. is a defense, it doesn't matter. These are not this person is not a member of a faction and therefore will not like suffer conditions the way someone else would the way a Harbinger might, for instance. So it would be purely narrative. Uh-huh.
3: And the condition just be like definitely going to cooperate because a five foot tall celestial god just smashed the door down with another door?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: The condition? Um, compliant. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so you see this. So, <laughs> Hamaliel, you take the limo door and shoulder check the hotel door. It takes the, like, chain that folks just like the security thingy. It takes that and the bolt that that security chain was still connected to. And... That part of the door frame and the entire wall connected to the hinges on the other side of the door with it forward against this guy. <laughs> uh, he goes four feet backward into the hotel TV, which falls off the TV stand and out the hotel window. A guy on the bed jumps, reaches into his pocket for a bowie knife, and it slips out of his hand and hits the floor. And then immediately puts his hands up and goes, Okay, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck is happening, y'all? And that's where we're going to take a break. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening?
4: I'm so Um, glad you didn't have the guy actually hold up the knife, because I would have thrown the limo
0: door at him. Oh no, yeah, you would have decapitated this mortal man. Um, It would have been a shame. Let's not do that. Um, (laughs) Folks need to learn things about these people.